together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the book of Ezra Nehemiah, chapter 1, from verse 1 to verse 6. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be accomplished, the Lord stood up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and also put it in writing. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. He has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever is among you of all the people, may his God be with him. Let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of the Lord, the God of Israel. He is the God who is in Jerusalem. And let each survivor, in whatever place he sojourns, be assisted by the people of his place with silver and gold, with goods and with beasts, besides free will offerings for the house of God, which is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the heads of the fathers' houses of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and the Levites, everyone whose spirit God had stood to go up to rebuild the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem, and all who were about them aided them with vessels of silver and with gold, with goods, with beasts, and with costly wares, besides all that was freely offered. I love how verse 1 begins. The word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah was accomplished. The Lord stood up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia. There are many ways in which God can fulfill his plans for you. Our human experiences and human life is very limited. There are certain things that we expect and ask from God. And somehow, mechanically, we think God is going to behave this way. And we expect Him to behave in that particular manner. And so when He does not do it, we get frustrated. But today I find Consolation in a thought that whatever God has promised, he will do it. What God has promised our ancestors, what he has promised us, he will do it. He is faithful. He will probably not do it all the times the way we expect it to be done. But he will fulfill it. If he says to us, I will bring you into the comfort that I promised for you, he will. You see, the issue with God, God is not limited by space and time. 
God is not limited by our thinking. Hence, the author says, God's ways are not our ways. And God's thinking is totally different from our own thinking. God does things differently. But there's one thing that we are searching of is that he fulfills every dream. There's a second thing that also speaks to me. Cyrus is a Persian king. He has no faith in Yahweh. And you know that the people of Jerusalem, the people of Israel, were exiled. But God uses their enemy to bless them. Now, this is interesting. I use or I name Cyrus an enemy because he was the king that dominated Israel. The Israelites were overpowered. They lost their freedom. And Cyrus, being the Persian king, dominated them. But God, which is absolutely amazing, but God used an enemy to liberate his own people. And that for me, it's quite amazing that God can use chaos to bring order. That God can use things that frustrate us and turn them into a blessing. He can use a mess and he turns it into a message. He can use the stumbling block into a building block. Whatever you and I are going through, God can use it for our own good. I've looked and I've come to realize that We've lived in a very difficult period. The coronavirus pandemic has made life difficult for a great number of people. We've lost our loved ones. We've lost money, business, homes, cars, lives. Many people are depressed at the brink of suicide. And all those things are negative. But also, there's an element of positiveness. That God has always been there. A great number of people have been infected. A great number of people have died. But a far more greater number has survived. We've learned to do things differently. We've learned to live in solidarity. We've learned to think and care for each other. And so while things may seem difficult in your life, it is probably a moment of growth. It is probably a moment where God is doing something amazingly beautiful in your life. 
And so we always go back to say, what is it that God wants for me? What is it that God expects of me? Cyrus makes this proclamation and he says, let every person go back to, well, let every person who came out of Jerusalem, let every person go back to their own country so that they may build a home, a house for God. Now he gives them their freedom, but at the same time, he gives them back their identity. And God does that with us. Not only does he liberate us from sin, but he gives us new identity. He allows us to learn how to be, to learn how to survive, to learn how to live. There's another element which touches me. He asks the neighbors. He says, those who live around you, let them give you silver and gold goods, beasts and animals, so that you may go back and start all over again. And imagine if God was to say that to us, and I believe he's saying it to us right now. Then let me share what I have with those who are less fortunate. They need something. Let me share with them. Let me know that they can rely and trust us because God has blessed us in order to be a blessing. God has called us to serve him in our brothers and sisters. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Today do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. Today do we set up our signs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Tend then, O most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. After this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O Clement. O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, may Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.